With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Age of Radio. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time once again. Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and as always, joining me, my brother Cooper. Cooper, how are you, brother? I'm doing good, man. You ready to get in some NBA talk? Yes, sir. It is that time once again. Sunday means basketball talk. Yes, baby. That's right. So we're going to kick it off with the NBA records for this past week as we have entered into the All-Star break. Oh, yeah. In the Eastern Conference, in ascending order, the Pistons went 1-2, Magic went 0-2, Cavaliers 1-1, Wizards 1-2, Hawks 2-1, Pacers 1-2, Bulls 1-1, Raptors 0-2, Hornets 2-1, as well as the Heat and Knicks also going 2-1. The Celtics went 3-0, the Bucks went 2-1, and the Nets and 76ers both finished at 2-0 this past week. In the Western Conference, those crappy T-Wolves are now 0-2 for this past week. Rockets 0-3, Kings 1-2, Thunder 1-1, Pelicans 1-2, Grizzlies 2-1, Warriors went 0-3, Mavericks 2-0, Spurs 1-2, Nuggets 3-0, Blazers as well went 3-0, Clippers 0-3, Lakers 1-2, Suns 3-0, and the Jazz finished out 0-2. So that was a fun week. (laughs) The Jazz 0-2. I kind of like it. Yeah, it, it, it seems fitting. Yes. Yeah, because it's really weird to see them winning like they've been. Right, so it's a little bit of normalcy back. All right, as we stated last week, we are changing up the how we do the standings. We are no longer doing a division-by-division division breakdown. It is now based off playoff seeding, so we'll be doing it in descending order starting from the top. And now we're here. <laughs> in the Eastern Conference... The 76ers are the one seed currently at 24-12, and 12, a half game up over second place. Who happens to be the Nets at 24-13? and 13. The Bucks are coming in at the three seed in 22-14 and 14 and two games back of the 76ers. The Celtics have gone on a little bit of a winning streak of late and have moved back into the fourth place seed. 19-17 and 17 and five games out of first. Nice. The New York Knicks have actually maintained their uh, momentum as it's been going lately and are actually above 500 at 19 and 18 and five and a half back. The Heat kind of sizzled out a little bit there towards the end, uh, in heading into All Star break, finishing out at 18 and 18, 
got back to 500, so they're no longer on the losing side and are six games out of first. <clears throat> the Hornets are seventh seed, one game under 500 at 17 and 18, and six and a half back. The Raptors are getting their stuff together at 17 and 19, getting close to that 500 mark, and only seven games back. The Bulls are also virtually tied with the Raptors, but the Raptors have the head-to-head matchup, I believe that's what it was, or the tiebreak, or whatever tiebreaker it is that puts them in the eighth seed, which gives the Bulls a 16 and 18 record and only seven games back. The Pacers are at 16 and 19 and seven and a half back. The Hawks are 16 and 28 games back. Wizards, 14 and 29 games back. Cavaliers, 14 and 22, 10 games back. The Magic are 13 and 23, 11 games back. And the Pistons are 10 and 26 and 14 games back. Switching over to the Western Conference, those pesky Utah Jazz are first seed, 27 and 9. The Suns, two and a half back at 24 and 11. The Lakers are 24 and 13 and three and a half back. Uh, the Clippers are the fourth seed, 24 and 14 and four games back. The Blazers are the fifth seed, 21 and 14 and five and a half back. The Nuggets are getting their stuff, uh, well, stuff together and are now the sixth seed, 21 and 15 and six games back. The Spurs have gotten to 18 and 14, seventh seed and seven games back. The Dallas Mavericks are 18 and 16 and only eight games back out of first. The Warriors, uh, as we talked about, just had a little bit of a hiccup this last week, are now back down to 19 and 18, just a game above 500, and are eight and a half back and outside the playoffs as it currently stands. The Grizzlies are at 500 at 16 and 16 and nine games back. The Pelicans are 15 and 21 and 12 games back. The Thunder are 15 and 21 as well and are still 12 games back. The Kings are 14 and 22 and 13 games back. The Rockets have continued their losing streak and are 11 and 23 and 15 games back. And the T Wolves are have yet to hit double digits and wins at 7 and 29 and 20 games back behind the Jazz. Yes. Woo! Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that's been uh, interesting to say the least. How terrible that's been. All right, man, so we're going to uh, switch gears for a second and talk a little bit of some uh, interesting things that have been developing at the college level this Let's year. do it. For possibly for the first time in 26 years, the Duke Blue Devils may not make the NCAA men's basketball tournament as they are sitting at 11-11 and just lost to UNC in Chapel Hill. Uh, UNC would be North Carolina for those that don't know. That amazing run saw some very talented Duke teams and even got a few championships. But this year's Duke team struggled with the pandemic looming around, and Duke will need a, uh, to win the ACC tournament for the automatic spot in the NCAA tournament. A huge mountain to climb, but it has been done before. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Dukies might not making the tournament in 26 years. The Dukies. Yeah. Is that how you feel about them, sir? Well, they're kind of acting like they're Dukies <laughs> right now. Well, I wouldn't completely count them out. It is Duke. We'll see what happens. Uh, but like we've we've said on a continuous basis, this you know coronavirus pandemic has you know done a toll on everyone. So we'll see what happens with it. Yeah, um, Shostakovich even came out and said early on in the in the basketball season uh, that he doesn't know why we're even bother playing this season, um, and they've been hurt. One of the most hurt teams by the pandemic, actually, because they've had to miss quite a few games, which is the reason why they're 11-11 and 11 and only played 22 games. 
Uh, hopefully they can get it together and make a big run in the ACC tournament to get themselves a shot at the NCAA, but it's not looking good for them right now. That's never good, dude. Nope. And another big-time basketball school is set to miss the tournament, and that would be the Kentucky Wildcats. This will be the first time since 2012 uh, that Wildcat that the Wildcats are not in the tournament. Though the 2012, though in 2012 they had a much better record than this year's uh, team, that Wildcats team went 20 and 11. The Wildcats team currently sits at 9 and 15, and are very unlikely to make the tournament. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Kentucky Wildcats? I, like I said, man, this pandemic has just been hard on everyone, and it, it sucks because you see good schools suffering from this pandemic. So, yeah. you know, you know, it, it's like. And basketball is a little bit different, you know. It's not like it's not like football, the next man up type thing, you know. Yeah, it's really hard when you don't have a lot of men to cover. <laughs> yeah, so. because there's very few positions. Yeah, it makes it really difficult, and to see uh, the Wildcats struggling is kind of weird. And uh, I don't honestly, there's a lot of people who don't really care for John Calipari, but I don't think this year should count towards against him. And whether or not you should determine whether or not you should keep him going into next oh, year. Oh, definitely, dude. They shouldn't really count him against anybody. Uh, we should we should get over this coronavirus stuff soon, and and maybe somewhat make it back to normal life. Right. All right, man. So we're gonna go ahead and switch back to the NBA. And the Detroit Pistons have agreed to a buyout of forward Blake Griffin's contract, making him a free agent. Griffin has not played since February 12th as the team had sought to trade the former All-Star. The move makes Griffin eligible to sign with any team, and executives around the league believe Griffin will more than likely land in Brooklyn. Griffin has not been the player he was as, an, as he was in L.A. as a Clipper. He also had a major knee injury not too long ago that also basically kept him, the former high flyer grounded. And he has not actually dunked in an NBA game since 2019. And to caveat on that, it has been reported by Adrian Wojnarowski that he will, in fact, sign with the Nets. Wow, that's quite the pickup by the Nets. And mm-hmm. uh, if that doesn't give them one more good guy on their team, then I don't know what does. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it does suck he's been suffering from injuries and things like that because we all know what a great player he was when he was with the Clippers, man. He, he was said to be, in, you know, a star in the league, and you know injuries kind of nagged him, and mm-hmm. and uh, it's been what it's been, and and uh, the Pistons, but maybe with the Nets he can do something different. Maybe he can come out of it. Yeah, hopefully. All right, so we have finally arrived at All Star Weekend. The game itself is today at 8 p.m. Eastern, or was today at 8 p.m. Eastern in Atlanta, Georgia. This year's All Star break though is very different. It's not the showcase that it has been in the years past. This, of course, is due to the pandemic. But this break will be a necessary relief for a lot of the top contenders who have been struggling as of late, as well as for the Lakers and Heat, who had the shortest offseason turnaround since they were in the finals last year. I expect all the contending teams to get right, look to make a tweak to their rosters, and really begin separating themselves from the rest of the field. Cooper, your thoughts on the NBA All-Star break weekend finally arriving? Yeah, man, it's it's an exciting time of the year. I mean... It's a little somber because, you know, usually there's a lot more going on with All-Star Weekend. Right. So, uh, but yeah, man, uh, it, it's always cool to see top-notch guys, mm-hmm. you know, all surround each other and, and, and do, like, a good game like that. I mean, we, I mean, we 
this is this is what we want for NFL and things like that. And we really don't get that much. So. Right, you don't get to see yeah. all these top quality stars get to play together. Yeah. And so especially because also the NFL doesn't have an Olympic team. That's the whole even different thing because, you know, football's not an Olympic sport. Well, American football's not an Olympic sport, we should say cat with yeah. that caveat. Um, so we don't get to send our best um, Team USA to go play against the world because we're really honestly the only ones that really play the game, uh, our version. I mean, we I guess we could set up a weird U.S. versus Canada um, uh, yeah. game, I guess we could, but I mean, other than that, it's, I mean, because they still have I mean, other awkward than that, rules. the closest thing they got to it is rugby. Yeah, outside that, so. so. Yeah. So, I've actually always enjoyed All-Star Weekend. Um, they did the uh, Skills Challenge three-point contest prior to the game, did the game, did the slam dunk contest at halftime, and then finished the second half of the game. So, no celebrity game because the pandemic. Yeah. Which sucks because I actually enjoy the celebrity game. It's fun to listen to everybody. Oh yeah, it's, it's talk smack and all that. It's fun. That's what I actually enjoyed about the MLB All Star Weekend when they play that game, uh, softball All Star game <laughs> with the celebrities and stuff. Oh yeah, they could all need to get Bryson DeChambeau, man. He could probably launch a game in the softball all game. Right. <laughs> Someone get DeChambeau. <laughs> All right, next up, the Boston Celtics have bounced back and entered the All-Star break on a four-game winning streak and improved their record to two games above 500. They are joined by the Suns and Nuggets, who also have a four-game winning streak as they enter the break. The Suns have moved themselves into second place in the conference and lead the Pacific Division. The Nuggets, meanwhile, have moved into sixth place in the conference and sit in third in the Northwest Division. Cooper, your thoughts on these teams with the highest winning streak going into the break? Uh, I don't think you or I thought this was going to happen. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of nice to see them, you know, pushing a little bit more, you know what I mean? And uh, yep. we all know everything after the All-Star break. Everyone's got to push for the, the finals. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. We definitely will. It's nice to see the Suns finally rising. <laughs> right. As right. they should have done already. It's been quite... Um, a nice watch, to, to say the least. Um, Chris Paul obviously has done wonders for that team. It's brought them together, made them better. Um, it's nice to see the historic team, even though, yes, it's a rival of my team, only based off finals appearances and championships. But it's nice to see them finally looking like they're starting to be coherent and, co- and um, whatnot to come together finally and get that team in the right direction and moving towards the playoffs. And then the Nuggets. I, I just never understood what was going on with the Nuggets. They were doing so well last year and then did really well in the bubble. And then now this year they're kind of like uh, off to a really rough start. And you're like, what the hell happened to the Nuggets? Yeah. Because, I mean, we thought they were for sure going to be going uh, continue this year. So we'll see what happens with it. All right. So we'll definitely see uh, what happens there. And we do have officially got a three-team race for dead last in the NBA. Ooh. That's another race to watch, baby. <clears throat> the Minnesota Timberwolves currently lead the race at seven and twenty-nine, but not far behind them. The Pistons at ten and twenty-six, and the Rockets at eleven and twenty-three. Now the only difference is the NBA's draft position is different, as the bottom fourteen teams are entered into a draft lottery that are given a certain amount of ball combinations that will put them in order. 
So even though the Timberwolves, as they currently sit, have the best odds of getting the number one overall pick, they could still end up with a lower pick. Of course, this process has gone with scrutiny over the years of being rigged. So Cooper, your thoughts on the race for last? Yeah, I don't think it, with basketball it means as much as it does for like football and things like that. Because like you said, the draft lottery, they get that set up and then, you know, you never know where you're going to be in it. So, mm-hmm. um, it, it's kind of a catch-22. It doesn't matter, you know, I mean, you want a good draft pick, but, you know, you don't know where you're going to land, so. All right, you're not, just because you're guaranteed a certain amount of combinations doesn't mean that combi- any of those combinations it's will gonna, pop yeah, up for you. it's not going to pop up. And sometimes it won't pop up the way you want it to. And you just kind of... Yeah, just like a real lottery. So... So you're trying to get in that money, but sometimes <laughs> you get teams where you're like, how did you get the first pick? And what, you know, there's a... Yeah, they need to change up the way they do this. Yeah, it was a little odd because, you know, I mean, a lot of people think that Cleveland was kind of given the 2003 number one pick, which got them LeBron, the kid from Akron, Ohio. Going to Cleveland was a little too on the nose. Yeah. Uh, the Georgetown superstar in 1985, Patrick Ewing going to New York mm. to be a Nick was a little too much on the nose. Right. You know, that kind of chestnut thing going on where some people are just like, eh, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with it. Uh, I, I, I've never really cared for the draft lottery. Neither have I, um, honestly. It's... It, it makes no sense. It should go by record, I think, and go from there. I mean, I get the point. Because you want, you want teams to build, and if they don't have a chance to build, then they don't have a chance in the league. Yeah, but you're also then not wanting to see your, a team tank for 82 games to get a certain player. That's true, too. Yeah. So that was the whole point. I get the point of the draft. It's just, though, it seems really suspicious, though, when something lands a certain way for a team, and you're just like... Oh, yeah, to get their hometown guy or whatever, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can be a little bit of a stickler, but it kind of seemed a little odd that uh, the Pelicans got Zion to easily replace Anthony Davis, because they kind of knew that was going to happen. He was going to be... Yeah. Anthony Davis is going to be traded, and then all of a sudden, well, we got to keep something in New Orleans, so here's Zion. Yeah. Kind of seemed like, not to be mean, I'm just saying, because, you know, if the Lakers could have got that pick, we could have not had to give up so much for Anthony Davis, because we were giving them Zion, but, you know, I'm just saying, I digress. It just kind of sucks, because sometimes it makes you wonder, right? It does. It really makes you wonder. When you've seen the history of the draft lottery, and you're kind of like... And you know there's scrutiny about it. People are going, eh, and you're kind of like, and then it happens to your team. You're kind of like, oh, maybe they have a point. Yeah. You know, before you're kind of just like, eh, you know, in in 02-03, the Lakers were still challenging for titles and stuff with Shaq and Kobe. We didn't know that that breakup was about to happen. So that was kind of like, okay, you know, big deal. Then they got LeBron. But then when you think about it, and then all of a sudden it kind of technically happens to you in that sense. And you're like, huh, (laughs) maybe they're not as crazy as they sound. Just saying. Right. 
But that does it for uh, me. I have nothing else to add for this basketball talk episode. Yeah, I'm good, brother. So uh, we got Tuesday, NASCAR, football, auto racing, whatever we want to call it, talk. <laughs> um, there's actually been... We got some shake and bake, baby. That's shake right. and bake. And also we got some disturbing news coming out of LSU this past weekend, and hopefully we'll hear some finality coming out of Kansas re- referring to that uh, incident. So, yeah, that was a big one, and I'll show share you with what happened um, off air so that way we can talk about it on Tuesday. Okay, cool. Um, but, yeah, that was what has come out of LSU is very disturbing. To say the least. But we'll discuss that on Tuesday. Uh, hopefully we'll have a resolution by Tuesday. Otherwise, uh, Big Man's got another soapbox he's going to have to climb up on. Uh-oh, yeah. here we go. Yeah. But anyway, so I'll just leave you all with that. So we got that. Um, Thursday, so far so good. We should be good to go to back with Worldwide Sports Talk. We're sorry about last this last Thursday. Didn't mean it to happen that way, but it did. Um, and then, of course, next Saturday's uh, wrestling talk, which will be a week before the pay per view. Oh, we can preview the pay per view yes, next week. We're previewing the pay per view. <laughs> nice fast lane preview. Yes. Yes, baby. Makes it fun. And we'll probably also tell you uh, some things that happened with uh, Revolution that's also happening tonight on AEW. Yes. So, because some things were there, we kind of want to know who the surprise guest is, or the surprise signing is. Right. So we all get to figure that out, and we get to talk about it next week, because it could be someone huge. We don't know. Huge. The way Paul White made it sound like it's huge, so I'm just saying. And then, of course, we'll be back on it again with basketball talk. Um, baseball, spring training's been going well so far. Um, I know we didn't really talk about it much, just kind of throwing this out there. So far, there's been no um covid issues that i've major covid issues anyways uh there's been some minor ones they've been pretty quiet about it so not trying to say they're hiding things i'm just saying there's nothing so severe where they're like we're having a problem i think with this new vaccine and things too uh we're we're on the back end of this we just gotta get over it yeah absolutely so i think that will wrap it up for today what do you think yeah yeah, All right. definitely, man. It's been fun. It has been fun. So, uh, that does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking sports. sports. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Human Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now.